Our dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. Knowing that apart from you, we can do nothing. We come before you empty that, Lord, you can fill us, your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Jumbo. At least. Uh, first and foremost, I would like to thank God that has uh, led me uh, from Africa, Tanzania, Biharamulu, Mwanza, Dar es Salaam, Amsterdam to Orlando, Ocala. The trip was so good, uh, well organized. Uh, everything went well. I would like also to thank you so much uh, for your continuous prayers uh, to me and the children. As you heard, it has, it has been a very, very difficult time, very hard experience, I cannot tell. But uh, through your prayers, uh, we stand and we encourage. Since November last year, uh, on 7th, when uh, my wife found dead, uh, they have been investigating. So till now, we are like 50-50. Uh, even the report we are given um, last week is 50-50 that they are still investigating. Uh, if maybe uh, she committed suicide or someone did that. So we are really not sure. But I told them, uh, one, we want to know the, the, the truth, which is, which is good to know. But knowing the truth, it can't help me much because uh, Monica, my wife, will, will not come back. So I do thank you for your prayers that uh, we do stand. It's not, it's not really easy. Not easy at all. Uh, even to our, to our children, I do visit them at the school. Even last week before I, uh, I came, I, went, I visited them in their schools. Uh, tell them I'm traveling, praying with them, encouraging them. So I thank God that they are picking up. They are getting better slowly. By God's grace, uh, we ask you to keep praying for us so that, one, we can accept, and then we can adjust, and also we can advance. Not easy, but by God's grace, we shall, we shall get there. You know, as a human beings, we do ask questions ourselves. Why this? Why happened? You know, I was in the morning first service, I told them that this morning, Father Mark give, uh, uh, gave me a book that when God does not make sense. So, uh, one, of, one of the bishops in Kenya, I visited uh, him last month. I had a time with, with him. 
we pray together because when he was a provost of Nairobi Cathedral, uh, his wife committed suicide. So it was really a very hard time for him. So he was trying to uh, help me go through on how I can uh, overcome this tough season. Thirdly, I would like also to thank you so much for <coughs> praying for the diocese. Uh, as a diocesan bishop leading a diocese, youngest diocese in the Anglican Church of Tanzania, a new diocese is not an easy task, but through your prayers and the support, uh, we, have, we have made a progress. Uh, your support, your prayer is so much encouraging us. May God bless you, bless you so much for what you're uh, giving to support uh, the mission, the kingdom of God in that, uh, in that end. Because there are things that we could, not, we could have not done uh, if you could not have uh, supported us as you really do. Thank you so much. May God bless you and keep praying for us. Uh, last year, our plan was to plant for uh, 20, 24 churches, but we failed to plant those 24 churches. At least we planted 22 churches. So uh, at the moment, we have 152 churches, so we really thank God. Thank you for your support for bicycles, Bibles, because you find that when we open, we plant a church, you find that they don't have even any single Bible. So when we provide at least 10, 20 Bibles to a new church, is a great encouragement to a new believers. So please uh, keep praying and, uh, and uh, supporting. Uh, not only to thank you for uh, praying and supporting our diocese, but also to thank you for supporting uh, my fellow clergy and the evangelists. Because uh, nothing, they can't do much if you are not supporting them. We are your clergy, we are your pastors, but we are human beings. Sometimes we do things maybe which is uh, opposite to your expectations, but through your love, Thank you that you persevere with us, you love us, and that you support us. May God bless you so much. Now, today we are going to look at um, uh, the book of Psalms 25, as just we have read, and they're looking at the topic, Seeking God in the Hard Times. Seeking God in the Hard Times. Even this morning, uh, Father Don was leading a Bible study, uh, looking at the troubles, suffering, you know, uh, that we are going through as, as Christians. And sometimes it is really hard to understand that why God allows suffering to his people, to godly people. It is really hard to understand when you are going through uh, a hard times, hard times that it is really hard to see the presence of God, but our God is so faithful. So before we look at the book of Psalm 25th, uh, 
we'll look a bit about uh, the Lent. Today is the first Sunday of the Lent. I don't want to dig deeper on the historical background or historical meaning of the Lent because you lead much, you know all those, but we'll try to use a simple language of the meaning of the Lent in our Christian journey, in our Christian life. Just to remind you because uh, you all know that. Lent, today Lent is observed during the 40-day period between Ash Wednesday and Easter Sunday. It is a time to set aside our wants and the needs to come humble and meek before God, recognizing our needs for a Savior above all. Ash Wednesday, as you heard it this week, the first day of Lent reminds us that we are from dust and a return to dust. Genesis 3, 17 to 19. Ash Wednesday serves as a reminder, as an alarm that we will die and face the consequence of sin. The meaning and the purpose of Lent are to reflect on our sinful nature and praise God for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Jesus came to serve, live, and die for our sins. That is the main purpose. Many choose to observe Lent with fasting and prayer. The act of fasting is simply abstaining from something to focus on something else. When we give up something such as food, social media, or TV, we are given time to reflect on our faith and grow our relationship with God. So we do fast that we can remember, we can focus, we are given time to reflect on our faith and also grow on our relationship with God, that we can keep communicating with our God. As we sacrifice something we often turn to, we remember the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Fasting and prayer during Lent also symbolize the 40 days and the night Jesus fasted in the desert as the devil tempted him. Through Lent, we come to realization of our own sin connected with Jesus during his temptation and the experience freedom from sins through his death and the resurrection. What is Lent's meaning and the purpose as we can think and see today? Lent is meant to be a time of repentance. In the book of Daniel, 95. The Bible says, we have sinned and done wrong. We have been wicked and have rebelled. We have turned away from your commands and the law. So it's a time for repentance. 
These 40 days are set aside to praise and worship the Lord, to read the Bible more and pray more often. Christians who observe Lent correctly anticipate deeper intimacy with God. Time to read the Bible. I don't want to ask you, but sometime in a, in a, back home there, I do ask that how many of you have finished reading the Bible from Genesis to Revelation? You find very few. <laughs> yeah, but there are some, they have done that. But some have not, but they have read some other books, many books. Maybe when you, you were doing your bachelor, your master's, your PhD, or just to read books. But many have not led from Genesis to Revelation. But now this time, Lent season, uh, I am not uh, telling you to make sure that you finish the whole Bible within 40 days. But at least you can set time that now, within these 40 days, I need to read, let me say like Jeremiah, that I need to finish this. You know, it brings you closer uh, with God, you know, is a fellowship. That is the way that we can communicate. There is no way you can, uh, you can say that you love God while you don't communicate with, with him through prayer and reading uh, the Holy Bible. Many Christians also use this time to, for med meditation, repentance, and a personal growth. The Lenten season serves as a period of spiritual purification, allowing believers to renew their faith and draw closer to core creeds of Christianity. As Christians, Lent reminds us to pray, to improve our communion with God and strengthen our spiritual discipline. Lent reminds us fasting. Fasting is a well-known aspect of rent inspired by the fast of Jesus spending 40 days in the wilderness. Christians partake in fasting to increase their self-control over world's desire. As a Christians, Lent reminds us giving, helping others is also a tradition of the Lent season inspired by the command of Jesus to love your neighbor as yourself. While we should likewise give to others in love throughout the entire year, an extra emphasis is added during the time of Lent. So it reminds us that we do need to help others and mostly, mostly the need. Even in our, in our, in our situation, uh, in our diocese, in our villages, where people are suffering, they don't have enough food, they don't have uh, clean water, we do encourage them that when you fast, it's not about keeping what you're supposed to eat is, uh, or reserving what you're supposed to eat. It's not about postponing what you're supposed to eat, but is to have what you can give even to other people. You know, giving is not about having much. Giving is about the spirit of giving 
spirit of serving others, the spirit of helping others. So Lent, it reminds us that it's a time to give, to help those uh, who have little or who has nothing. Uh, in the book of Hebrew 13, 16, the Bible says, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifice are pleasing to God. Let each of you look not only to his only interest, but also to the interest of, of others. So, uh, as we look at our, uh, our, the book of Psalms today, Psalms 25, seeking God in the hard times. Have you ever been in a difficult trial and you knew that you were in the trial because of your sin? You knew that you should cry out to God for help, but you are flying to do so because of your sin. Psalm 25 teaches us to seek God in the hard times, no matter for what reason, we are in those times. In Psalm 25, David expresses in prayer his desire to take refuge in the Lord and walk in God's way. Just like Psalm 1 and 2 instruct us to do, he appeals the Lord for guidance and protection from his enemy. But like us, David struggles to pray with confidence because he's very aware of his sinfulness. He begs God for forgiveness throughout the psalm. Now, why uh, does David mean, what does David mean when he writes, uh, let not my enemies triumph over me, Psalm 25 uh, verse 2. Psalm 25 2 promises blessings to people who have taken refuge in the Lord. David, he places his confidence in God, prays that his enemies would have not victory over him. But also when you look at verse 3, that no one who hopes in you will ever put to shame. David is trusting that no matter what is happening, no matter that I'm worried, but I do believe and trust that no one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. David is praying that he would not experience the embarrassment that would come if his confidence in the Lord was unfounded and his enemy did indeed triumph in the end. But uh, in verse 4, David, the Bible says, teach me your path. Teach me your way so that I can know you. Teach me your path. David, David is pleading uh, the Lord to teach him and lead him in the ways of the Lord. Because sometimes if you cannot, you don't follow God's way, you can go your way. You know, when my, when my wife died, I called my vicar general. I told him, I think 
I cannot, I cannot serve God at the moment. Why can't, why can't I resign? Because I fear I'm, I'm very weak. You know, I'm worried. You know, what, what shall I do? What can I do? Then he said, no, that is your thought. That is your way. God does not think the way you think. And then I asked also my, uh, my daughter, Irene, that why can't I, why can't I say, oh, now that is enough. I need just to, st to stay and just be here. Then she said, no, that is not a God's way. So there are times as a human beings uh, when you face a very hard time, you can decide as a human being. You can decide uh, depending on your thoughts, depending on your understanding, depending on your ways. Now that's how David said, teach me your way. Teach me your path so that I may follow. Uh, verse 7 the Bible says, remember not the sins of my youth. Like many of us during times of trouble, David struggles to pray with confidence to God because of the awareness of his own sinfulness. Specifically, he still very much remembers the sins that he committed in his youth and he begs the Lord not to raise them to his, to his charge or in a court of law. So sometimes you, you pray, then you think, maybe God is not responding, is not replying, is not hearing my prayer because of my sins. So you repent, God, show me, God, help me. So that's what happened to David. He was thinking that maybe he's going through those trouble, those challenges uh, because of his sins that he committed uh, when he was he was young, so sometimes we do ask many questions. Why is this happening in our in our community? Why is this happening in our in our nation? Why is this happening in our in our in our family? Has God for, forsaken us? So uh, Bible, the Bible, uh, the book of Psalms twenty five eleven. The the Bible says the secret of the Lord is with them that fear Him. The secret, the thing that is hidden, that God has, you know, hidden, is known, uh, is with them. For those only, they have fear to God. They trust him. The Lord promises that those that fear the Lord, who stand in the fearfulness of him, who reverence and obey him, will enjoy special fellowship with him. The kind of fellowship that exists between the two intimate friends. How should we respond in times of trouble? We live in a world just like Psalm 25 described. The enemies of God are all around us. World leaders and the ordinary people discard God's law. And the righteous, faithful people often find themselves surrounded by trouble. Godly men, they find themselves surrounded by trouble. But when uh, in this psalm, the Holy Spirit 
guides us regarding how to respond when we face uh, troubles. We as believers, we are most privileged of people. We have, we have direct access to the almighty God of the universe. The only one who can truly help us when we are in trouble. But sometimes we often fail to take advantage of the privilege that has been given to us. Instead of praying, we fret. We make a plan A, we make a plan B, and maybe even a plan C, as I wanted to do. Sometime I've been, I've been uh, giving hard time to uh, Papa Don, that I call him, why can't I do this? You know, then, no, no, trust God. Trust God as a man of, with experience, has been in the church for many years, and as old man, he knows many things. <laughs> yeah. He knows many things, so we have to, I have to listen. You know, as I told you, in our African culture, when someone is older than you, even if you are sitting on the chair, when he comes, you have to stand and he sits. So when you face any challenges, then I, if I have a, any trouble, any question that I have no an answer, so when I ask old man who is older than me, his answer or her answer is always true. Because I, we know and they trust that, you know, they have a lot of experience. Experience does not make that, does not uh, mean that they were, uh, they did, they did not uh, uh, do any, any mistake. But ex experience, you know, there are a lot of things that they have gone through, they have learned, so they can tell us that, you know, we did this mistake. But if you do this, it will work, it will work out. So sometimes it is really hard uh, to know what to do when we are in trouble, when we are in a challenge. We as believers, you know, sometimes we think, no, let us take plan A, plan B as a human being, but we need to trust, to trust God. Prayer must always be the first response of every true believers because it is the only response of faith, communicate, communicating with God. So what should, what should we do when we find ourselves in the midst of serious trouble? We are to do just as what some uh, 25 directors to do play, fear the Lord and trust in the Lord. If we respond the way these some directors, directors to do, we will be able to stand with the confidence in the day of trial because sometimes you really feel you have no energy to stand. So we have to trust and surrender all our troubles uh, to God even the time uh, when we feel we are weak and we can't stand. No one is supporting us. No one is, you know, with us. But we have to surrender all our trouble, our burden uh, to God. Life is very challenging. I don't know if there is a clear definition. And sometimes when you feel, what is life? And I really don't know if there is a clear definition of life because everyone has his or her own paper and with different questions. 
Because you may think life is like this, but everyone has his uh, own examination. I've not lived many years, but I see as if my life has been full of huge mountains to climb with very few valleys. The only meaning of life, at least I can say, is to know the purpose of our lives. To know why God created us. Why God put me here. Why God allowed this trouble come in, in my life. As Paul says in Philippians 1.21, For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. We are just going through. And Jim lives, I think Jim lives. There is a song that, if not done framing, that this world is not my home. I just, you know, we are just passing. We are here for a while. So what we need to do is to live uh, what God uh, planned, to live the purpose that God uh, planned for us to live. As I finish, dear friends, brothers and sisters, let us pray for one another, encouraging each other. The enemy is at work. No matter what we are going through, but Jesus is Lord. And this world is not our home. In the morning, I told them, you know, when you see what is going around in the world, in your nations, globally, we need to be alert. Some of the challenges, that, some of the things that are happening in, in, in the world, they are, they are looking our faith. They are hunting our faith that we can follow, we can, we can move apart. So you as a Christian in this family church, Christ the King, you need to stand firm. You need to stand firm and trust Jesus. Many things will happen, but you need to know you're the seeds of this nation. You're the seeds of this city. So you need to stand firm and stand on the word of God. Let nothing move you from the faith you received from uh, elders and from the word of God. Praise God. So uh, we need to pray for each other. Pray for me also and my children. Uh, as we read in the, math, the, book, uh, the Gospel of Matthew uh, 26, 11, that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. There is no way we can stand if uh, we can't uh, encourage and pray for each other. The diocese needs me, but I'm weak. My passion is to serve and help my poor people in our community to improve their lives and to know Jesus Christ. There are a lot of needs for ministry. Uh, in the morning, and Papa Donnie will show you, we, we, we have been building uh, our, 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 our guest house, just finding a means on, of how we can support, uh, support the community, uh, support poor community in a different ways. Uh, though I'm weak, but I'm trying hard by God's grace, also through uh, your prayers. Pray for my children also. You know, even what, uh, for this happened in our, in our town, Biharamuro, 
you know, when I visit in December, in December, uh, we stayed in Mwanza for a month. Uh, there we are happy, you know, not being in the, in the, in the area uh, that uh, uh, brings their, their, their bad memory. So even when I visit them in their schools, they tell me uh, we don't think at the moment that we can stay in Biharamuro or whatever. So I'm still thinking what to do. Uh, is, is not an easy task to be a daddy and a mom at the same time. But please keep praying for me and the God uh, will help me. In Psalm 25:20, the Bible says, Guard my life and rescue me. Do not let me put do not let me put to shame, for I take refuge in you. Only Jesus, only God is our refuge. May God bless you. Amen.